Will gets the puck for Carrier. He gets stripped, taps the loose puck for Kessel. He scores! Kessel from below the goal line! Because one hour isn't enough. We welcome you back for hour number two of the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show. Knights grab it on the right wing side. Smith to the point. Petrangelo scores! Set up by Riley Smith. Chevrolet, Fox Sports Las Vegas Studios, and live at lbsportsnetwork.com with your hosts, Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. Nine-game night in the National League. Looking forward to it. Pittsburgh Penguins road trip continues up against the San Jose Sharks, who will be here on Thursday to face your Golden Knights, who will try to win Four in a row. Other action of interest, Tampa Bay and Colorado. Lightning will be here on Saturday. Uh, Tampa Bay and Colorado, a little rematch of the Stanley Cup final. Boston and Dallas is a heavyweight tilt between a couple of division leaders. And we're looking at uh, the likes of the New Jersey Devils climb up the standings. Uh, They should beat up on the Columbus Blue Jackets. Hurricanes and Capitals. It might be a game in which the Capitals look at where are we, what are we looking at mm-hmm. going for, going mm-hmm. forward, and a contest that uh, we are very focused on, Seattle Kraken and the Winnipeg Jets. Uh, that one will get going in uh, about an hour's time. Uh, but that uh, Carolina Capitals game has some intrigue. Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting game for sure, but uh, the the Washington Capitals will be out, will be without Alexander Ovechkin, who's away from the team right now for personal reasons, so um, not expected to be with the team throughout the remainder of the week, which means that uh, Alex Ovechkin likely not going to be in the stadium series game later on this week either. Yeah, a little tee-up for that one uh, going forward uh, to the game outdoors in Raleigh. So far, the Capitals' better team uh, from a puck possession standpoint. Uh, We uh, have the Golden Knights who have scored 17 goals in the last three games, and they're facing the San Jose Sharks on Thursday, uh, a club that uh, can be porous at times. So why will they score more goals? Well, the opposition is one. Why do I think that they will continue to score goals through Tampa and then into next week is because we have not seen, and this is my opinion uh, in reflecting on the last three games and that offensive outburst, we've not watched anybody grab hold of this and take it. We have not watched a hat trick or a four point night from anybody, despite scoring Five goals against Nashville, five goals against Minnesota, and seven goals uh, the last time out in which they absolutely demolished the Anaheim Ducks. The balance has been incredible. The balance should be commended. The balance is what the coach wants. But it's very strange that nobody's had that breakout-type performance coming off the sluggishness going into the break. That still is to come from the likes of a Jack Eichel or go down the list, John Marshall, Riley Smith, uh, factor in Chandler Stevenson in, into that regard. It's still there, and it's still there by the entire lineup. So if, if you look at 17 goals over three games and think, wow, that's good, but they're going to have to get by with uh, without scoring five goals every night. No, I, I think there's a real possibility that this juggernaut-type performance mm-hmm. continues into next week. It's an interesting thought. It's an interesting theory for sure. You I think it absolutely though? can. 
I, I think it can continue against San Jose. I think it can continue against Chicago. I, I think you might need one of those performances against Tampa, just given how much of a wagon the, the Lightning are. I don't know that it's going to continue. I, I don't know that you're you're going to be able to to bank on you know five plus goals a game because you know all of a sudden you you haven't gotten a hat trick or you haven't gotten a multi multi goal performance from an individual player. I think the way the Golden Knights are built right now, you're you're trying to build into balance. You're 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 looking at best case scenario what you've gotten over the last three games. I I, I think that the the opportunity exists for it, but I think it's more so going to be an individual player raising their game to deliver you a win because you need someone to make a play and, and do something special, especially when you kind of factor in the likes of Tampa, Calgary, Dallas, Colorado on the schedule going into next week. No, the coach loves what he's seen. The coach wants mm-hmm. a repeat and a replication going forward of what he's seen night in, night out. He is digging this. It's just very odd that what we've seen happened over the course of three games. And it would be very strange that if you have uh, the lack of any multi-goal scores in a single game, three straight games, and you're scoring a bunch, uh, that that's just just weird and, and un- unusual in, in the National Hockey League with the type of scores that, that, that Vegas has. So uh, that that's going to change. Going forward, you would you love it being spread around, but that that is um, arguably a more unusual for it to be spread around the way it is than having multi goal scores in in a night. So what what I'm anticipating is is more probable and is is likely going to happen based on the type of scores that they have and guys that get hot and fill the net uh, on on uh, on different series of, of games. Riley Smith is like that. Jonathan Marshall is like that. Uh, Jack Eichel is certainly like that. We've seen that uh, earlier this year on two different stretches from, from Chandler Stevenson. So it's there. Uh, we haven't seen it, and they're still scoring a bunch uh, and and getting offense from from down the lineup, it's it's great. And and uh, Butch is is like all in on that. It's just you're going to get the other uh, eventually. Yeah, I I just don't think it's going to be at the clip of five and a half goals per game. Why are you going to be like I, that? I don't, what do you mean? Why can't it be? Why because can't I, that I be don't going think a ripper. We didn't think that it would be held in check uh, for. I think I think you can. I think you half. can. You because I I think you're you're playing really good teams that are are pretty buttoned up defensively. Like San Jose's not. Chicago's not for sure. Like we we get that. We understand that. But you know Tampa, Dallas, Colorado. Like those are teams that that can clamp things down. It's going to be a lot harder to find goals in those games. Calgary too. Like I I don't think that over the next six or seven games, the Golden Knights are going to be averaging over five goals a game. I just don't think it's going to happen. You're talking hockey right now. You're not feeling the vibe around this team. You're not looking at the tea leaves that uh, are giving the indication. You're talking too much hockey, and you're not willing to step out of your hockey sense. Are you still there? Did you vanish? What happened to you? I was thinking. Were you stepping outside your hockey? Listen, listen, if it happens... It'd be awesome. I'd love be to be great. wrong. 
in in my in my read on it. I just don't think that it's going to happen. I just don't think that you're going to be able to hit the numbers that you've hit out of the All-Star break in perpetuity. I just don't think that's going to be feasible. It's going to fall off at some point. Do I still think the Golden Knights can win games? Absolutely. I just think we're going to be looking more at 3-2, 2-1, 4-2 with an empty netter as opposed to 5-plus, 6-plus, 7-plus goal games from Vegas. I'm going to go on Amazon. I'm going to send you some uh, stepping outside your hockey PJs, all right? Okay. And, and you That's can fine. get all comfortable. You can get uh, in I, the I don't, groove and uh, feel the vibe. Shorts and a T-shirt uh, that when we're, it's that snowing that is we're perfect talking for me. About, uh, what's uh, the update on the poll that we've got going? Oh, okay. Um why, Thank goodness why, Bon Jovi's not leading anymore. Oh. No, no, listen. Thank goodness Bon Jovi isn't leading anymore. Def Leppard is the new leader in the poll. 40% of the votes go to Def Leppard. Uh, bon Jovi in second place with 31% of the vote. Poison, mm. uh, a distant third at 20%. And Skid Row, uh, just 9% so far on the poll. However, the more important question that needed to be answered, uh, was Bon Jovi ever metal? 88% say no. So you're, you're getting killed in that poll. They're there. wrong. Chapman, uh, who's the They're not wrong, Chapman. Sebastian Bach. Sebastian Bach, I believe, lives in Vegas. I think Am he I does. Wrong on that? I think he does. All right. So I'm going to get a hold of Sebastian Bach, and we are going to set this thing up, and uh, he's going to come on here, and he's going to read the Riot Act. I, for only I could like be less than 10% away. There, there is a, a good Canadian guy. We're going to bring Seabach uh, on here. There's a there's a chance that I'm wrong on this, but I do believe because I grew up in New Jersey, so Bon Jovi obviously very big there. I believe Skid Row actually toured with Bon <laughs> they Jovi. They did. Yes, they absolutely did. Yes, you're you're right. One about band that. was metal, the uh, other was Bon Jovi. Uh, Skid Row was not tour with a band that wasn't metal. What if you guys uh, are on cameo? Why you guys haven't subscribed uh, or bought any of my cameos yet? And and I'm yeah, like no. ripping it up, and you guys refuse to to buy into my cameo. Uh, uh, Productions, but Sebastian Bach, Seabach is awesome on the cameo. Like he is outstanding. He just dives right in. He is my uh, high watermark. The guy that uh, that I try to uh, follow uh, when it comes to cameo because he puts all the uh, work into it and he goes the extra mile. So that's who I model my cameos after. Uh, if you if you want to check it out or or. Or request a cameo from me. I, I'm I'm right here. I'm waiting. I'll even take time out during the radio show to record a mm -hmm. cameo mm -hmm. for you guys if you guys purchase. So a his cameo. Uh, his hometown is Peterborough. <laughs> yeah, we know somebody from Peterborough, correct? Uh, Lawless is from in and around Peterborough, isn't he? Yeah, that's what yeah. I, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So there's there's a lot and good company. And, and his brother uh, is a goalie coach, and I don't know whether he's a goalie assistant goalie coach. Of the Ottawa Senators, or he's in and around uh, the the National Hockey League. So, it's, a, it's Zachary kind of cool. Birk? Burke. 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 Well, that, he was hired as a goaltending coach in <laughs> well, April twenty one with the Ottawa Senators. Uh, Zach Burke, uh, and it's B I E R K, right? Yes. All right. So, so you see where Bach comes from. Sebastian Bach. Yes. Uh, is mm -hmm. is. Just a slight little twist, but better. Mm -hmm. You don't want you don't want going to the show saying, "What's the lead singer's name?" Bjork. No, <laughs> yeah. no. Bach is Sebastian Bach, mm -hmm. but it's uh, yeah. it's just a little tweak from his uh, from his real it name. Might might have something to do with uh, Johann Sebastian too. Just, just well, a, just a thought probably, there. but maybe yep. maybe it all works together. So it's Valentine's Day. See what the Golden Knights did. <laughs> And that's why we got onto this conversation with ballots. Yes, and uh, and Seabock, yeah. uh, Seabock, he'll, he'll, uh, I'll, I'll get him on the show. Do you want him in studio? 
Or oh, that wanna... would be fantastic. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. I'll try, I'll try to get him in studio for us uh, okay. because good Canadian guy. Uh, will you come in studio that day? Or yeah, yeah, no? absolutely. Okay, uh, absolutely. you know what? Because you're not here all the time. I'm, I'm, I may, I may have to charge you a cameo. The, no, the, I'm not gonna. The, the, come on, that's ridiculous. The question is: Does oh. Ryan hang his head in shame when Seabock says right. that, that Bon Jovi is metal? Bon Jovi uh, was metal. Oh no, 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 no. no You no, guys I did think, pledge think... at one point to to purchase one of my cameos, uh, a cameo message from me. Yeah, 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 but it's going to be on my <laughs> own. It never happened. It never, it well, never well, happened. You, cameo and you aren't <laughs> going away. So, hey, Darren, Darren, you pledged to give me a toonie after you lost a bet to me, and we still are here three and a half years later. So come Vegas, on, buddy. Vegas Golden Knights on Valentine's Day put out a bunch of messages. Oh, what they is sure your did. favorite? Do you've got you fill my heart with love with a picture mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. Kessel out there. Pretty good. Yep. You fill yep, my heart good. with love. You McNabbed my heart. Mm-hmm. Good mm-hmm. picture of Braden. Yep. McNabbed. I, I hadn't heard that one before. I like that sure. one. Sure. It, it's a play on nabbed, like stole. I know, oh, okay. but I hadn't heard that <laughs> one before. Well, I, I got to explain it. I know what it <laughs> no, means. No, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> I knew what it meant. I just didn't. had never heard of McNabb. Well, of course, because it's not <laughs> you McNabbed my heart. They uh, put an MC in front of nabbed. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, where have you... Which which one's... Uh, ben. Oh, Ben. Yes. Uh, where have you been all my life with Hutton? That's, mm-hmm. uh, that's uh, well done. I like this one. You're the apple of my eichel. Yep. Yep. That's creative. I like it. And, and good. with the, the graphic that goes with it mm-hmm. is outstanding with the heart mm-hmm. and the Cupid arrow yep. through it. And Jack Jack looking, he looks lovingly in that picture, doesn't he? Yes, he does. Yeah. He does. He's got love in his eyes. Uh, I'm carrying your love with me, with Will Carrier. See, now, you, you, you missed something in here that, that's really good, though, because whoever <clears throat> runs the, the Twitter, they that, put... That's Gordon. They're, they're, well, Gordon was he, very he good. He didn't design these. Our, our, no, no, uh, but our design team did that. He, he, he in, up the, like in the picture of mm-hmm. Phil, it says, send this to your Iron Man who has always been by your side. For McNabb, it's send this to someone you'd defend till the end. Mm, right. For Ben Hutton, send this to the person you love a, in parentheses, hut, but then ton. Mm-hmm. For Jack, yeah. send yeah. this to your superstar. Okay. And for Will Carrier, it's put this one in your crush's mailbox. So Gordon coming through in the clutch. Nice. Mm-hmm. So which one are you sending me? I would send Ooh. you, I think the Ben Hutton one. I like that. Where have you been all my life? Really? Yeah. I thought you would have sent me the Iron Man one. Well, you're not always by my side, so. It's I did fair. miss a couple of games last year. Yeah, yeah. On the Iron Man streak list. was broken. It, yeah. it, it was. Which one are you sending me, Wallace? Um. Oh man, it's not a trick question. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm just trying to figure out which one. Um, let me. You think were here. already thinking of it. Yeah, I know. Valentine's I know. I know. Day. But like, uh, I'll, I'll give uh, you McNabbed my heart yeah. because I have to defend you a lot. Um, and then Ooh. Chapman. Yes. You know which one I'm going to send you. I'm sending you. You're the apple I of my Michael because I knew it. because I think that's exactly how you would be looking at a cannoli. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yes, the cannoli is the yeah. apple of my Eichel. He's not that. It far, sure is not that far off. Uh, and so, a pink box donut little logo in the corner. So maybe I'd be looking at donuts. 
Like, I had like some big that. box yesterday. Uh, oh, donuts. They were so uh, at the office. Oh my goodness, they were they were good. <laughs> and uh, I knew they were good when Shane uh, says to me, "Are you going in there?" I'm like, yeah. That I knew exactly what he wanted. He wanted uh, a couple of extra donuts uh, headed his way. The gala last mm. night, by the way, was awesome over at Zoop, nice. uh Resorts yep. World. It was outstanding, and it's just a just a cool feel when you walk into something like that. And it was Vegas chic, and I had to I had to take my tie off because uh, like I was a little too formal for mm-hmm. it, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would have liked to have been a little more aggressive with the with the Vegas style dress last night. And like, uh, and what the does guys, that mean the, to the you? Guy, and the guys wore Jordans. Well, right. And like, Lawless was right on the money with jeans for w- sure. No, no, jeans is too much. But you you can be mm-hmm. you can be cool without with, without the jeans. But the guys wore wore Jordans, which I love. Uh, every now mm-hmm. and then, um, I'll, I'll wear my my skateboard shoes of my Nikes uh, with, with my suit, which is it's got to be right. It's got to match. You just can't be shoes uh, from from anything and and runners or sneakers that you're you're throwing on. They got to match the suit. It's it's got to go together. But the guys had those Jordans on last. Night with the with mm-hmm. the gold and the and the black, it, they were really sharp, and they auctioned them off. And the LTS went for thirty seven hundred dollars. Wow! Oh wow! His, his Jordans, like, I, and I'm a I'm a bit of a, a sneaker head, mm-hmm. I'm like not hardcore because quite frankly can't afford it. Uh, sure. But but I I do appreciate a pair of uh, shoes, and and and, so- and the George George had them on. Really nice. Why? Wow, that's yeah, cool. I don't think Kelly had them on because he came from receiving a big award by the Western Hockey League yesterday. He got the mm. Governor's Award uh, as the Western Hockey League had their meetings here. So congratulations to Kelly McCrimmon. But uh, but Kelly always bugs me. Every time he sees me with my uh, SBs on uh, mm-hmm. downstairs, he'll say, "Give me a couple of shots uh, about being a little too casual." And he's a traditionalist. And so today mm-hmm. I see Kelly, and mm-hmm. I said, "Look at me." And how about some appreciation for me, part of the trend-setting group? And <laughs> and he looked at me, and he said, it's happening all around the National Hockey League. Some players, a lot of players are wearing them. I'm like, I know a guy from the mm-hmm. East End of Brandon, trend-setting in the National Hockey League with my SBs and my, my uh, hoodie. And now, he wasn't willing to dive right in and give me the green light to go hoodie full-time, mm-hmm. and he shouldn't. But I'm telling you, you guys need to appreciate what I'm bringing to the table a little bit more and follow suit. Not wearing Jets hats, like New York Jets hats around, mm-hmm. but get with some style and follow suit because I I am leading you guys in the right direction. I've, I've got some style. I dress up pretty nice. You, for, know, you, have, you, have, you have style. You have style. You yeah, have style. Sure. We don't know what it is. but <laughs> I, uh, I, and, and when we figure it out, we'll, we'll acknowledge it and, mm-hmm. and we'll be able to tell the masses well, what it is. I'm not going to wear, wear a you, suit to, to, to have, practice. You do have style. I, I, I feel like I dress pretty nice. When, so, when, when on, I used Darren, to wear my, is, my purple velour jacket, I would always get compliments from players on it. They and, loved it. Then mm-hmm. wear it more often. I should. But the, but the, gala was, the gala is a great night. Every year, and it was so good to be back. Uh, it was one of the first things I ever did uh, as a member of the Vegas Golden Knights when when I moved oh, wow. here uh, a number of years ago. And now through COVID, uh, we were back last night, and it, it was a cool place. One of those ones where you're like you're looking over your shoulder, going, "Is this too cool for me?" And you're at, you're mm-hmm. actually having that conversation inside your own head, and you're wondering, "Is this too cool for me?" And there was a 
a woman as you walked in, and she had a what you call a champagne dress on. Now, hmm. not the color of champagne, but there was glasses of champagne all along her dress. So when you walked in, you grabbed a glass of champagne off her dress. Oh, wow. It was really neat. And it, 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 Chapman's looking at me like he's... He yeah. I, now, picture it in your mind. I'm trying right? to. Yes, so yes. I think I deleted the picture off my, my phone, but it was really, really neat. Why so, would you delete the picture? Uh, I was bringing up some space today. So, uh, but, but I had to take... The, I, <laughs> to I, be I, real. I had to send the, uh, the picture to my, to my wife last night. And so... It was this cool-looking thing where this woman with a dress that goes out at the, at the hips and is totally uh, complimented by glasses uh, full of champagne. And I mm-hmm. thought, wow, how does that even happen? Like, how do you do that? And I turned around, was in conversation, glanced back, and the, the woman was leaving her dress because it was just a wire uh, frame. That was set mm-hmm. up. That was on wheels, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I thought it was the dress that was loaded up with the champagne on the side. But it was just the wire framing that had the champagne. Oh. She opened the door. She left for a while. The the, the the frame stayed there with all the glasses of champagne, and then she came back and stepped back into the the, the champagne dress area, and yeah. away he went. So I felt a little bit deceived by it. Because I was That's all how in you know. trying to trying to figure out how that happens, and mm-hmm. I'm way uh, below the cool factor here. You know, at I Zook. don't understand. I'll say this: that's uh, that right there is how you know if something is too cool for you. Exactly. If you sit there trying to figure out why, and then you are like you are completely amazed at, at how it happens. Yeah, it, it might be too cool for you. How was T Pain? Uh, good. Very good, and and yeah. uh, and last thing on the on the uh, on the docket last night, uh, put on an uh, awesome show, and uh, Gordon uh, from the Vegas Golden Knights was owning it because he put uh, he gave me a little bit of uh, T Pain uh, refresher uh, course sure. yesterday, and mm-hmm. and there was I was talking to a few other people that uh, didn't know that he was performing, and when they found out, were were so excited because it, it covered a lot of a lot of years. With T Pain sure. and and a lot of memories uh, with T Pain uh, that uh, that bring you back in, in time. So there's there's a lot of that going on too. I managed to stay off the table. That that was my whole goal. I thought I was going to get a little too excited, a little um, uh, out of control, but I managed to keep mm-hmm. it together. Good, probably a good thing. Yeah, yeah. But it's if, for the best. if if. If Def Leppard or Bon Jovi would have showed up, oh, you'd have thrown yourself all over the table. Ooh. Yeah, can only imagine if yeah. John Bon Jovi was there. So, oh boy, uh, those uh, those tweets, by the way, Kaylee Allard uh, from the Vegas School Knights, credit to her and Gordon. But uh, but awesome Kaylee's job, awesome, yeah, Kaylee, good Kaylee, job. Kaylee's great, uh, not just because her name's almost Mallard, but <laughs> Kaylee Allard. Oh, we're gonna take a break. We're gonna come back with one timers, news and notes from around the National Hockey League, some information on Meyer, Carlson, Chickren, Bertuzzi, Kane, Taves. And one other name that's making the rounds. It's uh, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Maybe a two-on-one. Petrangelo gets it. He shoots. He scores. It's time for one-timers. One-timers. Short-handed goal. Alex Petrangelo. Quick looks at some of the biggest stories of the day on the VGK Insider Show. Trade watches on all over the National Hockey League. Seems to be picking up pace a lot sooner than other years. The 
hmm. Tarasenko deal certainly got things jump-started, uh, set the bar a little bit lower than others had anticipated, and maybe that's why things are, are ratcheting up. But we know that uh, Jacob Chikrin is out of the lineup with the Arizona Coyotes and will not play for the course of uh, this week, and that's been followed up by the Columbus Blue Jackets. And this is a name that I've heard a few times mm-hmm. with teams being interested. Uh, Vladislav uh, Gavrikov. Yep. And it's it's starting to get a lot more interest. What, what is he? What what can teams make him into uh, move, moving forward? And this is a player that uh, his career high is, is five goals, uh, has three this year on a really bad Columbus team. But there's a lot of interest uh, coming in and around uh, Vladislav Gavrikov, who's a defenseman and uh, a, a Russian player, uh, based on the name that you would you would assume. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I don't know. I like I, I I don't know what he is, right? Like I, I think that we you know we look at it, and as you mentioned, uh, five goals is his career high, fifteen goals in two hundred and fifty six games. Like I, I think it's pretty clear that you know you're not necessarily going to be looking at him for offensive production um, from you know defensive standpoint. I, I think that's maybe probably where you're looking for, looking to lean a little bit more with his services, uh, chip in here and there offensively, but. Um, you know, I, I guess you're looking at it as more of a depth addition, but when you, you look at the you know $4.2 million cap hit, um, or the $4.2 million salary and the, the cap hit of $2.8 million, like, do you want that down your lineup? I, I don't know. As a contender, maybe. Um, but I, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure where he goes. I'm not sure what teams are, are going to be utilizing him for once they get him. Yeah, I, I think he's he's really uh, valuable uh, on on your team. He can play two pairing uh, or or a little bit uh, lower in the lineup as a five six guy. But there's a lot of range in his game and the potential in uh, Gavrikov's uh, potential uh, in, in his what what he can do. And and I just wanted to tell everybody that, that he's been taken out for trade purposes uh, to protect the asset. So there's something. But it's also a name that I've heard going back three weeks a number of different times uh, coming out of the Columbus Blue Jacks. Now, uh, they've been bit by injuries uh, on their back end. Giving up somebody that's inside their top four uh, and not resigning them uh, would be uh, a blow to that team moving forward. But assets, assets, assets. Uh, Yarmo Kekalainen uh, looking at that. He's also in Europe right now scouting. Uh, so he's doing his final touches there uh, before he comes back uh, towards the National Hockey League trade deadline. Uh, another player is Timo Meyer. Oh, we all think that he's gone, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, there's no chance that they finally come together with a contract. It, it's to the point where I think San Jose would have to overpay to keep him through a mm-hmm. rebuild because. Why would team unless he just loves it so much and is is willing to experience something like that? You have to convince him to stay. Thus, you'd have to overpay for him to stay uh, uh, on on a contract on a longer term contract, which they're already bogged down. Uh, even though they got rid of a Brett Burns deal, so I I think that uh, that Meyer's going to go, and this is one that I could see going to the last minute. And and I said that mm-hmm. about Tarasenko, and I was wrong on that one. 
Uh, I had no uh, inclination that he was going to be moved when he was moved uh, last week. So, um, uh, But I could see Meyer and the San Jose Sharks playing hardball and making people get a little bit more desperate as we go to the final days leading up to the trade deadline. Yeah, I mean, I think this is a situation where, you know, the San Jose Sharks can kind of leverage other teams against each other to try to get the best possible package for Timo Meyer because I think it's an attractive player that, that a lot of teams are going to be looking at that, that you know, some, some teams are going to really want. I, I think the interest is going to be there from multiple outlets and, you know, now it's kind of all about the, the San Jose Sharks trying to leverage that as much as possible to get what they can for Timo Meyer. Uh, you mentioned uh, Alexander Ovechkin not being with the Washington Capitals. Uh, he is attending to a family matter and the health of a loved one. Uh, that's from head coach Pierre Laviolette. Uh, no specific timetable on how long Ovi will be away from the Capitals, but they don't expect him uh, for this week. So uh, that's uh, that's something that we will continue to follow as to the uh, status of a player that's trying to chase down uh, the all-time goal-scoring list, but also uh, with the out- outdoor game in the stadium series uh, against the uh, Carolina Hurricanes. Disappointing, uh, but mm-hmm. uh, I don't uh, begrudge at all looking after a situation in, in which uh, you're on both sides of the pond and you've got some, um, I, I would assume, some uh, elderly uh, loved ones in in the fold there. So uh, don't expect Alexander Ovechkin, the biggest star uh, among the two teams taking part in the Stadium Series game in Raleigh this weekend to be available for the Washington Capitals. And they, once again, will have to be uh, in a position to overcome the absence of a of a pretty important player, something they managed to do in the in the front part of the season. It is. Uh, it's I, to me. I'm going to make the argument that it's it's certainly uh, a, a bigger blow. Um, I, I know that they've you know they've kind of gone without Tom Wilson for stretches and, and Nick Backstrom for stretches and T.J. Oshie for stretches, oftentimes at the same time. Uh, but the reason that they were kind of able to overcome that, that was because Alexander Ovechkin was in the lineup and, and doing. Alex Ovechkin things. It's not at all going to be easy for the Washington Capitals to replace what he does. Uh, but you know, I guess the hope is that um, you know whatever situation Ovechkin is is tending to, uh, that he's there, that he's he's present with that, and that uh, it's the best case scenario for everyone involved. Um, because that, that's all you can hope for in those situations. Toronto Maple Leafs are in a really interesting spot right now. Hmm. They're locked into that two seed. Looks sure. like they're locked into the playoff matchup uh, against mm-hmm. the Tampa Bay Lightning. Like that's the one matchup that we we can look at and go of of all the eight potential matchups in the first round of the mm-hmm. Stanley Cup playoffs, where you're comfortable saying that that one's going to happen. Uh, no, no, no jumping in and around there. Uh, I don't expect anybody to catch Toronto in the Atlantic Division for second place or or um, or sorry uh, I don't expect anybody to catch Tampa Bay uh, for third place and Toronto's not going anywhere for second uh, I don't know what they will do whether they will add to their team to get by Tampa and look at uh, the series a year ago where they came up short or whether they approach it with Kyle Dubas the general manager as big picture and trying to assemble their team and make sure they're prepared for a long playoff run specifically. Well, I mean, you got to make, you got to win a round first before you can think about a long playoff run, run, right? Like I think 
And there's enough I talent think- there already that they should be good enough if they can get by the Tampa Bay Lightning to yeah. be to be uh, have enough left in the tank and and weapons wise to be able to handle some of the like because it's going to be probably Boston barring an upset yep. Yep. in the second in the second round like they they almost they know half their route already to, mm-hmm. to the Stanley mm-hmm. Cup uh, final. Yeah, and it's not easy, but I I can't imagine that you know in a year where Kyle Dubas knows he has to like legitimately has to win a playoff round. I I think that there's certainly going to be additions. I I just I I think you've got to try to make this team as as good and as bulletproof as you possibly can make them because the Tampa Bay Lightning that that's that's a I don't know I don't like I don't have any faith in Toronto beating Tampa. I just don't. I think it'll be a good so, series. I, I think it probably yeah, it could the, go either the, way. The, I wouldn't be shocked. The series if last Toronto, year was a good series. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be shocked if Toronto won the series. I wouldn't have been shocked last year if uh, if Toronto getting to a, a, a late in the series, having a three-two series lead, uh, was able to bring it out. Now it was it was typical Maple Leaf failure in in mm-hmm. sensational fashion uh, last year. But uh, I, th- I think it should be a good series. I tr- Tampa Bay is is having a very uh, solid season. Goaltending, it comes down to that again. And, and you give the, the Tampa Bay Lightning uh, the edge in that side of it. Although Toronto, after being out for the last five games, is poised to get Austin Matthews back in the lineup. So let me ask you, because what was your main critique of the Maple Leafs in that seven game series against Tampa like why do you think they lost that series do you think it was goaltending and defense or was it they couldn't score in game six or seven no they couldn't score in game seven that, that that's it home ice couldn't score they the the stars uh didn't step up and uh just take the game over that that, that was the biggest factor they had a goal, goal disallowed if you remember called back uh, because of goalie interference in that game but uh but no i i was i was happy for uh what they did defensively and what they were able to do on the goaltending front with jack uh, campbell last year uh that they yeah. but it it changed the narrative but didn't change the result so uh we'll we'll, we'll see what uh what happens but getting austin matthews back from the, the knee sprain is is going to give them some uh some confidence but they're they're a club i it'll be interesting to see how they perform in the next month and a half two months Mm -hmm. uh towards the end of the regular season because they're they're just stuck in that quandary they're gonna face a really good team in the first round and they're gonna face a really good team in the second round and that has it's not surprising when you when you look at what toronto is up against in the tampa bay lightning in the first round this year lock it in uh, and having to get past Boston uh, barring an upset in the second round that there's a lot of noise being made about changing the playoff format again to a top eight versus yeah. the divisions and and the wild card and I am glad uh, that there's been some pushback on this uh, I know that some high profile players Sydney uh, would like uh, would like one versus eight but uh, I think this is purely because of the Toronto element uh, that this really? is this is raising some uh, uh, louder volume uh, a, a, as of late because people don't want to see the likes of Toronto uh, going out. But if it was top top eight, uh, it would still be Toronto and Tampa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oddly <laughs> enough, anyway. So uh, th- let's get let's get beyond that and buy into a divisional format for a like I'm talking two decade stretch, and mm-hmm. you get those rivalries built up. 
and still the option of teams being able to flip-flop through the wild card, which gives you some flexibility. Uh, I, I don't want that. The, the current format, I don't want it to go anywhere, anytime. Like, I... I I don't really have a problem with the format, but I am not a big fan of the wild card flip flop, uh, especially when you've got four teams and four four teams from each division. Like, you set it up to be divisional. You want it to be divisional. You're trying to lean into those rivalries as much as possible. Like, it's a hard hard sell for me when you've got four teams from the Pacific and four teams from the Central, and you've got a Central team crossing over to a Pacific team and a Pacific team crossing over to a Central team. Like, I get it. I understand why it happens. It's the the nature of the wild card. Personally, I, I can't stand that aspect of it, though. Is the wild card team ever won? I don't know. Um, I don't. We've had eight seeds win, but that was before I don't, yeah, the yeah, implementation I don't know. of the wild card. I, I don't think so. I don't think so. All right. So if the wild card team never wins, it's moot. Doesn't matter. Well, no, it does matter because you want divisional matchups. But it that's, gives the, you, that's, you, the, that's the main sell. You're right, but uh, but it's it's not. It's probably 50-50, and it allows managers and coaches to get in because there's so much at stake, hey, even though you've got more points than the, than the other team. Uh, I'm, I'm willing to to let that part slide, and I'm an ardent rivalry guy. I, I'm, I'm all in on, on that front. So I don't believe, at least on what I found very quickly, that in your a... seven seconds of research yes, in a, a complicated situation. A wild card team has Wikipedia. ever won. However... Nashville did become the first wild card team to make, make the a Stanley. final. Yes. Yes. So, unless a wild card team and won wild card after teams them. have won series. Yes. But never been able to uh, to push it on. Uh, what's our poll up to right now? Ooh, uh, let me. Why see. are you always surprised I, I that I bring this back? It's it's. I'm, the I'm not surprised. Like, no, I'm not surprised. That I always you're catch you off guard. Back. No, it's okay. You don't understand how polls work. Like, I, it doesn't just stay on my home screen on my phone. Like, I've got to go back into the app. I've got to do the thing. I've got. I, had, other I thought you had the uh, desktop version. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, for whatever reason, and and you know, this can be, I, I guess, a a update on TweetDeck of some kind. Uh, unfortunately, I'm not able to see poll results on TweetDeck. It's it's been an issue since um, there's been a change in ownership of Twitter. Well, that's a you um, problem, not a me problem. No, no, it's it's not a it's not a me problem. It's a owner of Twitter problem, but that is neither here nor there. Um Continue the results of the poll the right buck. now. All right. Come on. I think he can afford it. Uh Def Leppard, 37% of the vote. They are the leaders right now. You've got Bon Jovi 31% in second place. Poison 23% and Skid Row still Unfortunately, at just nine percent, and we checking in on our double, ancillary, we can't get them into double digits. They it's they like, were for a minute. All right, they were for a minute. Like just, like Skid Row got up to eleven percent, but dropped back down to. We nine. need the 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 poll question though. You didn't give the, for people that are just joining okay. us, driving right. around. We, not everybody listens to all two hours. That's Chapman I, I doesn't even listen um, to all two hours, and he's here with me in the studio. That's that's a correct assumption, one hundred percent. Since it's Valentine's Day, which is the best rock slash metal band? Uh, I'm sorry. Which is the best rock slash metal ballad band? Uh, I wanted to keep it metal, but yeah. Darren Millard needed to get Bon Jovi in there. See, that's, that's the full that's, question. That's persuasion there. I throwing yeah, in. Yeah, I know. I, I yeah, you know, it's, you're right. It's, if you want to do it different, do the poll. He's trying like, to convince I'm, people. 
I'm, I'm the only one. Chapman, Chapman, <laughs> don't defend, don't defend Darren. But he's if right. If Darren wanted the poll done, <laughs> if it were me, it would have been a different poll. Number one, if Darren wanted to do it a certain way, he could have done it. I did it, and I threw in what I wanted to. It's my Twitter. What would you guys rather do? Before we wrap up, one timers. Would you rather be able to scream your head off in a, like a pour some sugar on me type song, or would you rather sing the ballad and have them eaten out of your hand? Well, I think that Old yeah, ballad. you you nailed it For right sure. there because the, the, yeah. all these metal bands started doing the ballads because the ladies loved it. So they're not all metal bands, Chapman. So you're you're you'd rather go? Oh yeah, I I, I would I would go the the. The, living, the, on a, living on a prayer over. Oh, living on a prayer is awesome. Great song, but I don't know how many. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking the power ballads definitely move the meter a lot more than living it's, on a prayer. It's power. It's power ballad all the way. Yeah, I'm going power I'm, ballad I'm all going the way. High end rock song. But and that's the difference between you fan. guys. You guys are soft and moldable. Yeah. Yeah, says and the Bon Jovi fan. Pure rock star. We got tickets to give away. Dallas Stars, Vegas Golden Knights, February 25th. You can be there. Not this Saturday, next Saturday, on us. Be caller number 7 702 You also have to tell us your favorite uh, ballad of all time when you get through. 702-876-1340. Call now in Fox Sports Las Vegas. <laughs> When the guy wouldn't stop talking, we had no choice but to give him his own segment. It's time for Catching Up with Chapman. Oh, Christopher. All right, so do either of you guys know what Big City Greens is? Yeah, it's a big salad. No. Ryan, any idea? No, no, no clue. So Big City Greens is a show. It's an Emmy-nominated show on the Disney Channel. And they will be teaming with the NHL on March the 14th for a game that will be telecast featuring the Rangers and the Capitals. And it's the first ever live animated NHL game. The alternative presentation of the Capitals-Rangers game will feature live, real-time, volumetric animation of players and teams modeled after characters on the Disney show Big City Greens. I have no idea what Big City Greens is, but what I do know is when Nickelodeon teamed with the NFL a couple of years ago to do their children's version of an NFL playoff game, it was off the charts good. It was fantastic. It, I, I watched it instead of the Fox broadcast of the NFL game. That's how entertaining it was. So it's obviously a market to, to and a push to get more younger viewers into the NHL, and I, I think it's a cool concept. We'll see how it works, but... I'm real curious to see how they do the live animated uh, telecast. It's going to be available on ESPN and ESPN Plus, and it's kind of cool, right? NHL teaming up with Disney, the the leader in animation. It's it's awesome. I'm looking forward to it. Well, it's not really animation. Well, they're they're going to like it's computer generated, but it's still and cool. replicating well, what they're doing that, on the ice. That right? constitutes animation in 2023. Yeah, that's, that line is blurred, isn't it? Yeah, because, like, to me, if it's a computer, it doesn't quite fit the mold of, of like, traditional animation, but that's, right? Like but Pixar having a computer kinda, be able to do that and replicate what's so happening in real time? Yeah, so quick. It's cool. wonder what the delay is on that. Yeah. Is it more than what we have with open lines? Seven, eight seconds? 
Maybe. It's, Remember the it's time gotta you be. didn't have the delay on? Oh, and Rita. Oh. <laughs> I love Rita. It's really your fault, Chapman. It is my fault, but... You know, Rita gets all worked up sometimes. And but it, Rita, good. like that, that became code for the delay for a while. Rita, <laughs> Rita? You, like you, you, you became code for something. Hey, Chapman, is Rita on? <laughs> no, no, it was like, is the yeah, exactly. Is the is the, is the Rita working uh, right now? Um, the the different animations that they can do or technology. The Raiders of the Lost Ark. They they're doing uh, the new ones coming out this summer. Yeah, you know he's eighty years old. I know. I can't Crazy. believe that. Uh, no age jokes in it. No. So we should follow suit with that around here. We should follow <laughs> that uh, that philosophy. But they they we, have we that can't animation. Help that Ashley calls you an old guy. But they they make him look younger in this mm. Raiders of the Lost Ark, and he's on board with it. He he wasn't at the start, mm-hmm. and then saw how great it is, and he's like, yeah, fine, go for it, let's do it. It's pretty Who doesn't cool. Want to be younger. That is the last installment, and and I'm I'm. It's one of my favorite movie <laughs> franchises. So, you just Chapman. you you just killed Harrison Ford. Well, no, they're, they I, I read Hold that on. that's the last well, Indiana Jones the they're gonna make. Three were the last. Yeah, one. that's true. They should have they should have yeah. stopped after. I'm sure uh, the one I'm with sure Sean it, Connery. I'm sure it's the last one, Chapman. I'm sure. I mean, that one was called the Last Crusade with Sean Connery. They should have stopped. Eighty years old. It's still bringing it. He's mm-hmm. awesome. I love Harrison Ford. All those like Patriot Games type movies he did too were awesome. Obviously, Star Wars. Which one's your favorite? Star uh, Wars Empire Strikes Back. No, it was Star Wars. Like, oh, yeah. Hand yeah. Instead of Indy. Yeah. yeah, give me Han. 100%. We got to go. Thanks for playing along. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs>